this is the week on the radio, Jenny, where I had to seriously stop myself from saying the phrase, why do you want to fuck a raccoon? Yeah, it was really close. You almost said it. Yeah. Yeah. That came about because... Um, <laughs> So I did this thing called Drop Zone where I rappel off of a building downtown in Victoria and it's to raise money for Easter Seals and they encourage you to wear costumes. And remember that raccoon that was in the news a while back and it was climbing buildings Mm -hmm. or whatever and Mm -hmm. there was a photo of it. It was cute. I was like, oh, there it is. That's my costume. I'll be a raccoon. So I put the call out there and asked if anyone had a raccoon costume, blah, 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 blah. Then we get a text message from Mr. Grosso. And he says, is it going to be a sexy raccoon? Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, uh, why is a raccoon sexy? A raccoon isn't sexy, so why would it be a sexy raccoon? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just being a creep. That is creepy. Yeah. I'm sorry that you have to deal with that. Hey, maybe someone would ask you that same question. Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. My gender doesn't really... If I say I'm going to be a raccoon, everyone just assumes... Oh, big fluffy raccoon. Oh, big cute. He's going to oh, look like cute. a raccoon. Yeah, big raccoon costume. It's like, oh, she's going to be a raccoon? Oh, wow. She's probably going to have a little sexy tail and show her belly off. Yeah. Whatever sexy things That's right. do. That's right. No one wants to fuck me as a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> but people... As soon as it's a girl, it's like, is this a raccoon I can fuck? And that's so brutal. And so we kind of called him out on air. We're like, what? In hilarious fashion. Yeah. Um, You owned it. But, okay, by (laughs) the way, though, as much as we're calling out one person for sending a gross-o message, I then, you know, as we're putting it online and everything, Googled (laughs) sexy raccoon, and that costume absolutely exists. Of course it does. This doesn't exist in a vacuum. There are people who want to fuck raccoons. (laughs) This is proof that people want to fuck raccoons. It was like the first top row of the Google image search was all a bunch of like very fuckable raccoon (laughs) costumes. (laughs) But which is so, so ridiculous. Um, And then there also, you should Google it though and like scroll past the stupid costumes and because there are pictures of raccoons who like in actual fact cannot be sexy because there's ones there's one that's really good it's like a raccoon with, with its like eyes all wide it's chewing something and there's like food all over it's like it's like that's as sexy as a raccoon could be there's ones where they're just kind of like sitting and they're like they look really fat and their like hands are kind of between their legs but they're just like raccoon right so like again not sexy there is actually pictures I saw of raccoons fucking <laughs> And as you can imagine, it's not sexy. It's like neither of them are enjoying it. It's just like we just got to make a bunch of more trash rat pandas. (laughs) Uh, There's nothing sexy about this animal. It's so funny. Yeah, it is funny how that works out. We're going to see a lot of that at Halloween, I'm sure. Sexy raccoons? You know what I'm being for Halloween? What? Tommy Wiseau from The Room. (laughs) Guess what I'm being? A sexy Tommy Wiseau from The Room. What a story, Mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my favorite customer. <laughs> Hi, doggy. Keep oh, okay. the change. Um, that's great. You should be sexy Tommy Wiseau. Oh, no. That's great. Sexy mustard. He's sexy just the way he is. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, please enjoy that and all the rest of the podcast <laughs> this week. We love you for listening. Hope you're having a good Rivlandia weekend if you are. And uh, thank you. Thank you. We are happy to report that after the Malahat being closed this morning due to a rock slide, it is now back open and traffic is moving in both directions. And this may be the dumbest thing we've ever done, but here is an artistic representation of the rock slide. Turn them some-
Such, so also as such as it is unto you, Jenny West. What does that mean? We have to get you a raccoon <laughs> costume. How are we going to... I don't know. Johnny McDonald's ghost, Jenny West. <laughs> also, there was a question from Dean. Good question. Why a raccoon? The reason being is because, first of all, I love raccoons. Sure. Also, this year there was a story about the raccoon that climbed the skyscraper. Yeah. And that's going to be me. Someone wants to know, oh, it's so like a sexy raccoon? And I think decidedly unsexy, right? Like you want to be as big and fluffy and fuzzy mm-hmm. as possible? Yes. Yeah. Raccoons are not generally sexy. They've got kind of a dumpy diaper butt, which is what makes them so wonderful. What a weird question to ask. I know, right? Why does everything have to be sexy? Like Catwoman? No. No. I'm, have you ever seen a sexy raccoon? No. Fluffer. They're adorable. They're cute. They've got little... They eat garbage. People hands. Yeah. I'm going full on raccoon. I'm going to be eating out of a dumpster the entire day. What about these little trash pandas is getting you all horny? What? <laughs> Right? Yeah, I don't know. Why do you look at these animals and be like, well, I want to have sex with that animal, right? <laughs> like, come on. Hey, that's going too far. That's, yeah. Why? Why does it have to be all sexy? I don't know. No, stupid. To answer your question, no, I'm not being a sexy raccoon. Thank Good. you. And now, Jenny West as a sexy raccoon. Oh, yeah. We've got some rotten meat. I'm going to rub this on my bod later. That's for sure. Check out these cans. I'm going to gnaw these rancid chicken bones like I'm gonna gnaw on you. Oh yeah, chase me with your broomstick, homeowner. Tell me to get out of your garbage one more time. I will not. I'm such a tease. I'm so cute you wanna touch me. But I will infect you with rabies and other diseases. (laughs) Feed me grapes. I'm gonna eat them with my little people hands. That was Jenny West as a sexy raccoon. Paul Plastino, Jenny West. In the afternoon zone. Jenny, tell me all oh. about repelling off the building this morning. Oh, I'm yeah. So proud of you. Oh, thank you. Well, you had done it twice before, sure, right? Yes. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself I for am. that. Yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this morning was the drop zone. Uh, it's all to raise money for Easter Seals. It was a lot of fun. Thank you to Ryan, who let me borrow his raccoon onesie. That was so nice. This is his owner, right? This is his owner, yeah. Texted in yesterday and dropped it off really early this morning for me. Didn't mention, however, that this raccoon onesie, uh, I show up there today and you're wearing it and it's roadkill raccoon. Yeah, it's so got it has a like tire marks. Tire marks all over it, which was a nice little cherry on top, I guess. <laughs> it's like the worst thing nice when you're bonus. repelling. I was like, yeah. oh, great. Awesome. Roadkill raccoon climbing on the side of a building. Um, no, but it went over pretty smoothly. At the beginning was really tough. Like what you told me, yeah. putting your bum over the edge of a 13-story building and then trusting the ropes mm-hmm. and the gear and leaning back into that was the hardest part. The rest of it was really nice. I gave waves to all the people working in the offices <laughs> yeah. as I went down each story. But Tess, who did it with me today, yeah. uh, she is at the front desk. So if you ever come in and grab prizes, that's Tess. Uh, she went very, very first. 
which already I was like, wow, she's so cool. She's great. She's so much courage. Um, but probably the worst thing that could happen is a bee following you all the way down the building. So she's just low key trying to blow it away. And then all of she's like focused so hard because you don't want to let go of anything because that's scary. Yeah. Um, so she tries to swat it away. Then it stings her on her thigh. We should say that whereas Jenny wanted to have the least sexy costume on earth, the big like fluffy onesie, <laughs> Tess is the opposite and was in like full fishnets oh, yeah. and like shorty shorts and was trying to sexy it up. Looking pretty sexy up there. And so like high inner thigh. That's <laughs> where she got stung by a bee. Right around I think probably like the sixth or seventh story. I'm just so amazed that she kept her cool. I would have been flailing all over the place. Yeah. But she just kept it cool. She got stung and just kept on going. Just kept on going. And then when she hit the ground, the bee was still buzzing around them. Actually. It was unreal. Yeah. God. She survived. We both survived. It was fun. I'm glad we did it. And I'm glad it's over also. <laughs> yeah, um, my weekend was great. Yeah? Went to Future Islands on Friday and uh, just kept it chill. How was that Future Islands show? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, Excellent. I had a little chat about it on the weekend. It was so good. I saw someone Instagram picture or video of the guy just like giving her so hard on stage. Oh, sweating profusely. Yeah, yeah moving all of the body parts. But you went to Ribfest, is that right? Yeah, yesterday checked out Ribfest for the first time ever, and I'm happy to report that it was wonderful and lovely, and I loved it. Oh, good. And uh, put back like uh, like a rack and a half of ribs. Ooh. So good. But you know what I've been seeing today online is people you know who have also gone to Ribfest and being mm. like, oh my god, I got the meat sweats. Anyone else got the meat sweats from ribs? And I just want to say, I don't think you have the meat sweats. Oh. Have you ever thought, you'd be like, oh, wow, I ate a lot of meat? Yeah, oh, and now you start I... sweating. Yeah. I want you to know that there is, like, a real condition of meat sweats that I had once. Like, we've oh. all done that. We've all gone and done, like, Rib Fest of Montana's or something. Or it's like I had a bunch of turkey at Thanksgiving and been like, oh, I'm sleepy now. Oh, boy, I got the meat sweats. I'm here to tell you, one time I ate, like, as a... It's like a contest dare type of thing. On the radio, I ate a 10-pound hamburger. On the radio? Yeah. Oh, brutal. It was stupid. It was like gigantic and gluttonous and horrible. I'll never do this type of thing again. Yeah. And I was ill. Like, I became physically ill. And all I could do was lay on the ground, and I had a fever. A fever? And I was legitimately sweating out. Just like pouring fever sweats. Whoa. And I want to say right now that you don't have meat sweats until you've got that level of meat sweats. Okay. What if they had 10 racks of ribs? They'd probably get meat sweats, right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, one other thing I can tell you about Rib Fest, though, mm -hmm. is that uh, you go there and they've got all the different rib places have got their trophies out front. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, people just go where the trophies are the most and the lineups are the longest at the ones with all the trophies. Oh, yeah. And when I first got there, I was like, these rubes, whatever, man. They're just like being swayed by the glitter of the trophies. So I tried a few different places. And I can tell you, from my experience, the place with the longest line <laughs> and the most trophies legitimately had the best ribs. Oh, they were earned. They were those trophies are earned. That yeah. lineup is earned. Nice. So yeah, rib fest, great thing. Good, mm -hmm. glad that it happens. We need more meat-based festivals. <laughs> I, now, at the risk of this entire show being about food here, mm -hmm. let me tell you, I heard this crazy thing this weekend that some people are making grilled cheese with a mayonnaise. Yeah. Instead of butter. Okay. They put the mayonnaise on the bread and put that 
mayonnaise down in the griddle, and they're using that to grill their grilled cheeses oh. other than butter. See, is um, this insane? Um, I, I use mayonnaise in my grilled cheese, but I put it inside. So it makes it extra creamy with the cheese, okay. and it's really good. I've never heard of putting mayonnaise on the outside of the bread. Is it? Okay. Yeah. How does mayonnaise grill? Like I don't butter, know. butter tail as old as time. You grill things in butter. You saute. You mm-hmm. do. Butter is the thing that we all need between the pan, the griddle, the skillet, and our food stuff. Mm-hmm. It is the cohesion. <laughs> it is the element. Well, but mayonnaise? Wouldn't that burn and be weird? Ange and Rob are texting in immediately and said, no, this is not crazy. It is delicious. Hot side up, melts the cheese. Rob says, not crazy. So what I do, Jen, is I do uh, shredded cheese mm-hmm. on the inside because then you're going to drop some, you know, some's going to, and then it's going to like artisanally crackle onto the pan and like, so you get a little bit of a crunch on the outside of yeah. cheese. And you want creaminess on the inside? Cream cheese, kid. Oh. Cream cheese. Go get your favorite Philadelphia cream cheese. Get your urban garlic action going. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Oh, now everyone's sent, sending in their favorite recipes for grilled cheese, which I'm into. Send it. Send it. Yeah. Mayonnaise, though? Mayonnaise instead of butter. I think it's probably really good. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, no. I bought salad tongs on Amazon.com. Who will deliver it to me now that Canada Post has gone on a strike? I don't know, Paul. I get to buy a spoon. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I support the Postal Union, and so it's like, it's good. I love that everyone buys everything on Amazon, mm-hmm. but just go to a store and buy. Mm. I got to buy a spoon, literally. I want to buy a plastic spoon so that I can stir my coffee in my glass bottom and my make a French best coffee every morning, and I don't want to chip it or break it with my steel spoons. Oh. I have to buy a plastic spoon. Go to the store. Why, why I do this? <laughs> Internet, please send me a spoon. Why does everyone, you know what I mean? Like, am I an old-fashioned, old fuddy-duddy? I buy stuff online a lot. Dude. I just bought a rug online. A rug? A rug. Yeah. That I can see, because then if I go to a store, a rug is heavy. All right, you're making some points here, there West. Yeah, I don't have to do the lifting. Hmm. Hey, yo. Dear Internet, send me a rug. <laughs> send me a dream. Send me a wife. Oh. Here's our campfire. Um. Or wait, no, wait, that was, sorry, that was. I'm a, you know, I'm a big bear. And uh, I'm going to go there and do yoga tonight. Mm-hmm. And does that make me a yogi bear? Yes. <laughs> you are in a mood today. <laughs> I don't know what kind of mood. <laughs> Environment Canada says that more rain fell in three days of September than all of August put together. Yeah, and I think that's so neat. You know, it's like just the way that it just feels like fall as soon as September hits. That's such a cool, neato thing. Isn't it? It's fall already. Let's embrace it. No, you stupid idiot. Fall doesn't start until September 22nd. Oh, great. I'm so sorry, Jenny. It's heel plastino. Through a strict regimen of yoga and meditation, Paul Plastino was able to purge his body of all negative aspects. Unbeknownst to him, those aspects merged together in the Mirror Universe X to form Heel Plastino, who sometimes makes crank phone calls to our hero. Oh, no. This is my first Heel Plastino experience with you. Yeah. And he's getting mad at us over fall and summer? This is ridiculous, Paul. Any little thing. What do you want from us, Heel? Why do you have to be a know-it-all like this? September 22nd. It's on the calendar. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I think technically, but uh, well, I don't know why we have to fight about this. It feels like fall. Yeah, that's it. It's a feeling. No. Hey, you're stupid. You're both stupid. You need to look at a calendar. Have you guys ever read a book? Sorry. Can you just say, keep saying that? Because we're having trouble hearing you. Yeah. Can you speak up? Peel, we're losing you over all this rain. I You, you can't, I can't hear you. I think, I don't think your argument is valid because we can't hear you over the rain, man. Pumpkin spice latte, basic jack-o'-lantern, carbon Halloween loving, all boots, sweater-wearing nerds. Can't, I know it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's like, the calendar says September, yeah, rain says September. Yeah, all fall, autumn, rain falling down. That's a spicy catfish. <laughs> what? That's what I exclaimed to you when I read this story today. Let me oh, read yeah. to directly from the from the newspaper. Okay. Richmond police are investigating two incidents of lonely men being targeted through a, a Chinese dating app. In each case, the victim made plans through Tan Tan, which is mm. China's version of Tinder, to meet a woman whose name was given as Stephanie before they were ambushed and robbed. Oh my gosh. Swipe, swipe, swipey, swipe. My name's Stephanie. Come on, I'm a swipey snipey. Come and meet me. Whoops, just kidding. Gotcha. Jumped, robbed. Oh my gosh. Criminals are using Tinder and Tan Tan to, <laughs> to be criminals to people. <laughs> That's scary. It's another reason for me that I'll never mess with that Tinder stuff. No, but. I don't know. Sometimes I've heard a lot of success stories. I know. I know. Everyone wants to tell me how they met their wives on husbands on Tinder. I get it, but it is a spicy catfish. That's like the Mm -hmm. extreme bad of catfish. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, And uh, you've never been catfished? I've never been catfished. I've had people add me on Facebook, which was clearly not their photo because there was like a whole bunch of photos that kind of looked like the same person but really wasn't yeah and then message you non-stop right you just end up blocking them and that's it but that's about as far as as far as catfishing goes yeah i remember when i was on the proto internet like way long ago before any smartphones or anything like that back when i was a kid I met someone that I started chatting with on Live Journal. What's Live Journal? It was like a blog website before it was called a blog. Oh, okay. You just like would write your diary on the internet pretty much, and cool. then you could meet people. It was like proto-social media, really. So mm-hmm. we met this person, exchanged some photos. I drove down to like southeast Washington State to meet her. She no said she was way. from Las Vegas. She was visiting family in Washington State. I was a kid, right? It's like just barely got my driver's license. But I was like, I'm going to maybe... Touch a girl? I'm going oh down and I'm driving gosh. wherever I need to go. So when we met her, she didn't look quite like the picture. So that was oh. my big catfishing. Okay. Was, was that a catfish? I guess. That's I guess kind of counts so, as a catfish. But I can't believe you went through that effort. I don't want to tell you the efforts I'll uh, go to to oh my kiss gosh, up okay. on a young lady. Hey, but uh, here's my question, though, is to zoners, because again, you and I are not into any kind of dating apps or social media apps or Tinder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does catfishing happen commonly? If you're mm-hmm. out there, if you're doing that, do you get catfished? Have you been catfished in any way? <laughs> Robbed and ambushed? That's an extreme. <laughs> yeah. A totally different person, like you see on that TV show, Catfish? Yeah. Total, that's extreme. But is my example more mellow? Have you been catfished? I understand some people are a little hesitant to tell a tale like this. 
a zoner on the zone phone right now asked that we keep him anonymous. Mm-hmm. But please do go ahead and tell your story, man. This is the day before uh, smartphones and anything like that. And uh, have you ever heard of ICQ? I grew up with ICQ, but please explain <laughs> what it is to Jenny who has no idea. <laughs> it was basically an instant messenger uh, before MSN. Okay. And uh, I met a girl online from upstate New York. I took the train from Guelph, Ontario to Buffalo, and uh, she never showed up. And when I finally made it home, like a day later... I messaged her back and never heard back from her. Oh, my gosh. That was pretty crazy, and uh, nobody really believed me at the border either. I I felt like (laughs) I was going to be detained or something because I guess things like that didn't happen back in the day. Sure. Right. Yeah. I was uh, still technically in high school, and it was... uh, yeah, it's a pretty traumatic situation. What were your pa- What did your parents think of all this? You getting on the train and uh, I, I didn't really actually tell them what was happening. I just said I was going to spend uh, uh, spend the night with some friends. <laughs> and there you are getting on a train going to New York. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, man, Holy. do you think that? I mean, that's a at such a tender age too. That's mm-hmm. a very pivotal moment in your life. Do you think it informed how you moved through relationships and meeting people? Um, going forward or since then? Well, not really. It was uh, mostly a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Did you stay in New York for a bit and look around? See the sights? Buffalo's beautiful. Yeah. I, I bought a, a fake gold necklace for some sketchy guy. And, uh, <laughs> got on the next train home. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Too good. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for sharing this story. We'll keep you anonymous, okay? All right, thank you. Thanks. So Bye. <laughs> We're going to put this to bed, I think, pretty quick here, but we are getting some pretty entertaining stories of uh, catfishing. And I love, too, it's not just the traditional catfish that we're getting. Um, One uh, story that I really liked is um, is a guy uh, met a girl on one of the dating sites a little while ago. Mm -hmm. Went out a couple of times, seemed to be going okay. He helped her move. Never heard from her again. Oh. (laughs) That was it. That's so sad. That was it, right? And it sounds like uh, she knew that was the game plan from the get-go. Yep. Uh, And that was the end of that. All right. Use an able-bodied, strong man uh, to help her move, and then that's all I would like you for, please. Thank you for playing. Good night night. please. Yeah. Introducing the all-new iPhone W where W stands for wood because it is literally made of a beautifully finished double veneered balsa wood, meaning that this iPhone doesn't do anything. It doesn't make phone calls. It doesn't get text messages. Forget your emails. It's just a 6.1 inch block of smooth wood that you put in your pocket You look like you have a phone so people don't think you're a weirdo. You can take it out and gaze at its shiny finish once in a while and then put it back and get on to your life without being bothered. The all-new iPhone W. Because you love and hate the phone. Precious. Confused. I don't know. You keep on calling it hosier, and I want to say it's hosier. <laughs> hosier. Well, hosier. 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 I don't know. It sounds like hosier. you're saying his name with a French accent. Hosier. I don't know. Everybody, DJ Brian Boitano, uh, music director, 
You've probably talked to Hose's person. Hose guy? Hose guy. And I don't had, call him Hose. What do you, well, how do you pronounce this artist? I pronounce it kind of like with a very soft SH sound. Hosier. Hosier? Yeah. Okay, that's new too. Now we've got three options. It's Hosier, Hosier, or Hosier. I think we can agree that there's a hard R on the end though. I think, but it could be an A. Kill Kirby from the crib department. <laughs> yeah. Weigh what in. I, what I like about this is you got like a little bit of Latin flavor with the Hosier. Yeah. <laughs> like, French, no way, you know? Hosier. And then you got like some Canadian flavor with the Hosier. Like hockey Hosier. Yeah. And then French Hosier. Canadian with Hosier. Hosier. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you got options. I, I kind of like the Hosier a little bit. I like the. Yeah, it's fancy, eh? Yeah, a little fancy. Thank but. you, Caleb. All right. Allons-y. Let's get to the song. <laughs> this is the news on the PJ Party Podcast. Here's Jenny West. The campers who have been living in Regina Park in Saanich have until this evening to pack up their tents and belongings. A Supreme Court judge last Friday granted an interim injunction, meaning the campers have to vacate the site. It's unclear whether all the campers will comply with the order, but the District of Saanich is hoping for voluntary compliance. I don't know if that's going to happen. I uh, Yeah, I don't know. I, did. I think they're going to stay as long as they possibly can. Yeah. Likely. Uh, at best, they're just going to shuffle on off to a uh, different part. Yeah. Because I heard today, too, that like housing for the region has found four or places for four of the hundred people there. Just four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That's pretty easy math to figure out what percentage of these people are being taken care of. Oh, man. And it's unacceptable. <laughs> so, like... And and we we saw this before with the tent city just uh, down the road on Quadra sure. as well, right? Yeah. We had a lot of different deadlines for them to leave and of course like why would you there's nothing really pushing you if it's voluntary of course you're not gonna leave i wouldn't well, if i th- was living there no i wouldn't and go where yeah you know it's like is the uh, is the question yeah Nowhere so uh, oh, okay mm-hmm. sorry do you have a, a doorstop or a in a place for me downtown is that where i shuffle off to yeah. or should i just go over to the shopping center and park there and I, like what where mm-hmm. where where yeah. to i know from Monday to Friday this week, Highway 19 near Bowser will be shut down from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. as film crews shoot scenes for the upcoming movie Sonic the Hedgehog. How cool. No. Uh, <laughs> did you just say no? Uh, no, what? Uh, That's been a noise. Are you excited about that? Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah, of course. Yeah. A detour will be available via Highway 19A, also known as the Old Island Highway, during filming. Again, that's near Bowser. Highway 19. Bowser's from Super Mario Brothers. I think you've got that story wrong, Jen. Oh, shoot. Oops. Uber Canada says it could be ready to start service in BC before the end of this year. But the NDP government also said ride-hailing services would not be in operation until at least the uh, fall of next year. But Uber Canada's Michael Van Hemmen says he's still hoping to get the go-ahead before the end of this year. So, I mean, the NDP government says no, so that's kind of... The deciding factor there. So grease I don't some palms, Uber. Let's get going here. Let's grease the wheels mm-hmm. a little bit. Grease some palms and grease them wheels. Apparently, they've been tweeting at people who said, oh, I've been waiting for taxis forever. And they've been saying, like, hey, oh, if you yeah. had Uber. Yeah. Soldiers <sighs> and military aircraft loaned to BC during the height of the wildfire season are preparing to return to their home bases. A news release from the defense minister says the loaned crews will leave the province as BC determines further help is not required with the mop-up of blazes in the Okanagan. Yeah. Do you know what I'd be down with is, uh, can we get more car to over here in Victoria? Oh, 
Oh, we're on that again. Yeah. Okay. Do you, have you ever taken a car? We have like moto and things. We do, right? Yeah. I just would like some more of those. Have you even taken them before? Yeah, I took them when I was over in Vancouver last week. It was great. Oh, we yeah. have those you uh, bicycles or whatever they're called. Yes, I'm not going to take a bicycle out to the aeropuerto. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Good point. Yeah. Drivers are being warned that heavy snowfall is forecasted for sections of the Coquihalla Highway over the weekend. Forecasts are calling for about 30 centimeters of snow beginning Saturday. Merritt Mayor, uh, the mayor, the mayor of Merritt, Mayor, Mayor, Merritt. Okay, <laughs> Neil Menard. Like Ma- Neil Menard. <laughs> no, is his name? Yes. Say again. Merritt Mayor Neil Maynard or Maynard. Maynard. Yeah. Neil Maynard, the mayor of Maynard. Yes. (laughs) 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 Say that again. Uh, Says he hopes the province acts this year on his concerns about maintenance on the highway after two winters of crashes and closures. Yeah, that highway is a mess usually. The U.S. East Coast is getting set for what's being billed as the storm of a lifetime. Hurricane Florence has caused a state of emergency to be, to be declared for 159 countries. It's expected to hit the Carolina coast the hardest. And yeah, it's supposed to be a Category 4, and there's only five categories. And I think there's only been a f- small handful that has hit Category 4. That bad. Eh? Yeah, that bad. That it's bad. really bad. Mm-hmm. It would cost about $5.23 billion for Calgary to host the 2026 Olympic and Paralympic Winter Games, according to a draft plan. Calgary 2026 said the required public investment from taxpayers, the city, the province, and the country would be about $3 billion. The deadline for the bid proposal is January next year. I don't mind that, I guess. Mm. I like that. Uh, this is like another Canadian Olympics going. That's... It's been a while now. In 2026, it'll have been in 20, like 26 years, right? Mm-hmm. No, wait. 16 years, mm-hmm. I guess, at that point. Yeah. All right. I'm down. Would you go to Calgary? Would you travel there to catch a hockey game or something? Well, the Vancouver Olympics were so much fun. I think that's going yeah. to be a highlight of my life. Yes. Um, so I think it would be worth going over there. And the Vancouver Olympics was sev- over $7 billion, and they're only saying that it's going to be $5.23 billion. Oh. So... Maybe a little bit less, but I'm sure there's always added extra costs after yeah. it all, right? I think they've got That's a lot of hoping for. <laughs> infrastructure from even maybe the last time they yeah. had the Olympics, right? Mm. Which is, I think that's at a different place every single time to me sounds so wasteful. It's like, let's go back yeah. to these places that just built a brand new speed skating rink Why? that now sits yeah. empty, right? Yeah. Like, it's brutal. At least have it as a shelter for stray dogs, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I like that idea, and I think I would go, but part of me as a West Coaster, mm. Hopes that they don't get oh. the big win that we did. Oh, hey, oh. I mean, you're right, right? Like that party in downtown Vancouver, that was Super Bowl Mardi Gras style party. That Golden Goal, Sydney oh, Crosby yeah. 2010, that party. We were there for that, right? Mm-hmm. Partying down on Granville Street all night long. That was the greatest. Part of me doesn't want to have Calgary have that because yeah. I'm a West Coast guy. I hear that. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.